Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com. Awards. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. to the Razzball Patreon podcast. I'm Donkey Teeth, joined as always by Gray Albright. Pause. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> and Billy Hurley, the best comedian in the world, our buddy Billy. He travels all yeah. over the world for these stories. Billy, what's going on, man? How much in the world? I know you've met plenty of comedians. <laughs> you've met them all. Mm-hmm. All you the greats. What, you've settled I... on me being the best in the world. I hate to do this to Billy because, you know, this is his intro, so I, I don't want to interrupt, but there was this comedian in Lithuania I met. He was kind of funny, man. I don't know. God, who, <laughs> he can't be better than me. I don't know, Billy. It's like, what kind of Lithuanian jokes you got? Because this guy was really good. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, got a, I got a fair amount of those, but, uh, you know, I, if, I, if I'm donkeys number one, that's fine by me. <laughs> it was neck and neck between you and Pat and Oswald, and, and you, you edged him out. Nice, nice. <laughs> Take that, Patton. Yeah, all these, all these references of comedians from like 25 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> We're really it's Billy and Richard Pryor. Oh my God! How about the great CK? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he said to me, "Hey, you you want to come and check out my beat off?" I was like, well, wait, is there a garden in his hotel room where he grows beets? I want to see this. No, no, no. No, it isn't. It was not a garden where he grows beets. (laughs) Hey, before we get any further, we need a a little word from our sponsor. 
Lifetime's rendition of Colonel Sanders featuring, Mar featuring Mario Lopez. Uh, Mario, you over there? <laughs> yeah, no. what's up? It's there. me, Mario. Oh, no. <laughs> the Zoom connection. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Mario. Hey, what's up? Usually, uh, it's me, Mario. Hey. I'm almost always, it's almost always featuring Mario Lopez, right? It's never starring Mario Lopez. <laughs> yeah. Bring a, a chicken bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy. <laughs> Wait, so what is, what is this movie that we're talking about here? It's a Colonel Sanders uh, plays, uh, excuse me, Mario Lopez. Junior, I want to say Junior. Is it Mario Lopez Junior or is he the uh, first Mario Lopez? Uh, I would go. Uh, yeah, he's got to be. A, he sounds like a junior. If he was a baseball player, he'd definitely be a junior. He'd yeah, probably be like, the third. Yeah. Oh, Mario Lopez Junior. Yeah, he's second baseman for the Orioles. Yeah, I don't know if he's gonna get playing time. But anyway, so Mario Lopez Junior <laughs> is starring in a Lifetime movie where he plays a very sensual. Colonel Sanders. <laughs> and I feel like we talked about this on the Patreon podcast a couple months ago, right? Gray, didn't you bring up the, the Colonel Sanders scandal? <laughs> the Colonel, no, I, I didn't. I, I didn't. But now I understand the uh, the Cardi B WAP song when she's talking about bringing a bucket and a mop. It's uh, a bucket of chicken. So. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. You know, and actually, there's not a lot of movies in 2020 i think there were seven so there's a good chance that this gets nominated for best picture <laughs> yeah who did you say your your current leader was billy it is right now it's between onward and stanley tucci making yoki on instagram <laughs> those are the picks i told oh my god coogs listens to this too oh my god coogs broke her foot this week oh no Anyway, yeah, I know. She'll be all right, um, hopefully, because she still has to walk the dog twice a day. <laughs> but anyway, um, she said, I told her that, uh, you know, um, uh, Tucci was getting nominated for the uh, Gnocchi uh, on Instagram, <laughs> this Instagram story that uh, the Billy, the Billy nomination of Stanley Tucci and Coog said to me, what? That's from like nine months ago. Doesn't Billy have any newer material? <laughs> oh, wow. Nah, I mean, she's, she's not wrong. Not she wrong. got you, Billy. What was, I was like, oh, I was like, burn. Billy's not even here. But I think that's coming from a place of, like, she's jealous of you because right. she's how crazy I am about you. I actually think it's more of a dig on Stanley Tucci. He hasn't come out with any new recipes in a while. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Great, great point. Great point, yes. Great. Fantastic point. Best point. <laughs> The best point. He was the best point. Great. You wanted to share uh, a little uh, tale with Billy, didn't you? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. I I'm going to make this quick because this is really... I don't believe it. This is not going to be quick. Is, yeah. <laughs> no, I won't because this is like... This is a, uh, a inside baseball uh, story that involves like two people <laughs> out, of, out of maybe every 5,000 people. So anyway, uh, uh, Donkey and I watched the challenge on MTV, uh, Billy, right? So um, Donkey says to me, which is an absolutely amazing show, by the way, I'm just saying that, just putting it out there. It's like the best show on TV. Uh, people talk about the Queen's Gambit. I'm talking about. 
the MTV challenge. But anyway, so Donkey says to me, hey, Gray, I know you're a, uh, a fan of the challenge, and I'd like to invite you to a draft where we draft all the challengers from the show to see who will win. So um, I'm like, okay, yeah, no, that sounds like fun, actually. It's like uh, the most social I've been in 10 months of a pandemic. So Right, and the most social for you in a pandemic so far has been calling Apple Care. <laughs> right. So I call Apple Care, and I'm like, who should I take in the first round? <laughs> no. Okay. So uh, Donkey's like, okay, here's the um, – Here's the list of uh, participants, and, uh, you know, it's a randomized draft order, and you have the last pick. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> that doesn't seem fair at all, but all right. You, know, you get that guy, turnaround, though. Yeah, yeah, new guy, and he gets the last pick. That seems like I might be the sucker here. He's so, a snake. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so then Donkey says to me, who are you taking in the first round? And I'm like, well, you know, it's a challenge. It's an athletic competition. I think I'm going to take – the Olympic athlete, and probably will take either CT or Natalie. So then, um, you know, I find out uh, pretty quickly that uh, Donkey has the pick right before me, and he's like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to take the Olympic athlete. <laughs> like, what? Like, who does that? Who says to someone, hey, who are you going to take in this fun, just for fun, process, like, we're making friends, like, this is a friendship thing. Like, who are you going to take? I tell him, and then he takes the person who I wanted to take. That's a challenge move. You know who does stuff like that? Johnny Bananas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't, you don't win champion challenge championships playing nice. Hell no. Cara Maria would do the same thing. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know who else would do that? Abram. I can only name, I can only name the, the contestants from the steroid era of the challenge. You did well. I can't believe I picked out Abram. I was like, where did Abram, where's he been sitting in my brain that I pulled that one out? I don't even remember. <laughs> that was a pretty good one. He's a little bit of a lunatic. <laughs> yeah, that's saying something for that show. The best was, uh, okay, this is actually, this. now we're going too far down the rabbit hole. But one time, Cara Maria was on the show, and she she, she was dating Abram at the time. And Abram, everyone knew, was a lunatic. But Cara Maria still cheated on Abram. And Abram wasn't on the show that at that point. Um, and then so Carmaria cheated on Abram, and then they brought Abram. They brought on, him on, right? <laughs> just to be like, hey, what do you think about this? Carmaria cheated on you, huh? <laughs> well, they didn't, obviously they didn't tell him, and so it's like he's there for like an episode or two, and then he finds out. You know, it was only a matter of time. Oh my God! So do you get good. points? Do you get points in your league for? Um... Like unleashing terror on the uh, the living situation. That's a good idea. If we had like a point scoring gray, and then like the actual champion is like weighted very heavily, but it's not all about that. Like if you like, uh, I don't know, get into a cat fight or something, that's worth five points. Sure, you hook up on the first night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you get if you get drunk and stand on a bar, it's like point. <laughs> <laughs> Do, have they finally chosen people that know how to drink on that show? <laughs> no, that's the whole point of the show. <laughs> it's uh, it's like they go out of their way to find the the uh, the people on the uh, scale of one to ten who get <laughs> angry the quickest <laughs> and have no alcohol tolerance. <laughs> that's the sweet spot. Yeah, that's the below deck sweet spot too. Right, <laughs> it is for sure. They're like, Billy we're gonna Hot- hire a staff that's not competent 
and they're going to go out and drink and um, not know how to drink. <laughs> Why is our Patreon podcast about below deck every week? <laughs> I know. It's actually quite an accomplishment that you've achieved inside baseball in a podcast that's literally supposed to be inside baseball. <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, what's that movie? Uh, Inception. It's like Inception layers of inside baseball. I got dibs on DiCaprio. Nice. I got dibs on, nice. <laughs> I got dibs on uh, Tom Hardy. <laughs> I don't know anyone else in that movie. Me either. <laughs> All right. So in my defense, before we move on, who wouldn't take the Olympic athlete? Like, I don't know. I was pick five. I was right before gray. I don't know how she made it to pick five. But, like, it's no surprise that I'm taking the Olympian. If you ask me who I'm taking, and once I say that person, you can't then take them before I take them because you've asked, you've broken trust. That's that's, what... Why would I ever ask that? It was a joke. You know, this is a normal <laughs> draft thing. It's a normal. Joke? Have you ever been in a draft before? <laughs> <laughs> a joke that's being that's like hey man let's we're being like friends and doing stuff outside of just rasball let's uh you know let's like connect in a different way and then you just steal the person who i want anyway I, Larry, can you, that reminds me can you give me your social security number <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right guys we're going to move on here. We'll give updates every week on the challenge. This is now a challenge podcast. Uh, but no, actually, it's uh, I can't believe it's not not news. And uh, we're talking about the craziest news stories from around the world. We've got our number one news correspondent, comedian, Billy Hurley. He went out to Germany this this uh, past week. It was a real hassle. I mean, they strip searched you in the, in the airport, didn't they, Billy? They sure did. I, I went into Germany with no clothes for a second. Then I, I had to uh, real, I had to put them back on, and then I went and reported on this great story. Yes. <laughs> well, I you know I hope the next week's travels are a little bit easier on you. But at least you found out the scoop on the this techno court ruling, right? Yeah, and you know they ruled that um, techno is uh, considered music, right? Legally considered music, and uh, that's not the end of the fight. Because we're going to keep fighting, and we're going to keep appealing. We're going to take this as high as we can um, to, to just until we get a ruling that says that techno is just rhythmic noise to do drugs to. Well, I don't know if this is very unbiased reporting, Gray. <laughs> I actually, I read the uh, – I saw this too. So German court rules that techno counts as music. I saw that too, and I had a similar thought to Billy. I was like, well, everyone makes mistakes. Yeah, right. And that's why there's nine justices on the Supreme Court. You know? <laughs> where are you? Where? Hey, Billy, where were you on EDM rights? Um, kind of. Uh, I think there should you should have as many as possible. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to take any rights away. Certainly. Uh, I want rights for that DJ. You know, they said that the DJ uh, in the ruling that the DJ does uh, more than play tracks. Do you agree with that? <laughs> Because I always thought he looks like he's got he's got that big laptop and it kind of looks like he's checking his fantasy team. That, I feel like that kind of works against that argument. <laughs> that was the uh, that was the point when the music like uh, I'm sounding like an old person right now. <laughs> but once they started just pl- pressing a button on their computer, I don't know, man. Like that at that point, are you DJing 
Or are you clicking a mouse button? Yeah. Are you che- are you checking your emails? <laughs> are you? Are, yeah. Or are you on? Am I the asshole on Reddit? And you're trying to figure out what the deal is with a person. So I don't know. I, I'm just like mm, I don't know. It's like the court rules that techno counts as a music. I I think that is a it's a huge ruling in the landmark case of Dad versus the Racket. <laughs> yeah that's true and actually it shows you too that german court is kind of fun right doesn't there's there's fun to be had there's fun cases the judge had one of those like uh those plug earrings that like stretches your earlobe so it hangs <laughs> i'm thinking the judge was just like fine it's music just stop playing it come on <laughs> We came we came to a conclusion about whether techno is music. Uh, okay, jury, um, can we each uh, can you tell us your final verdict? Uh, yeah, of course. Ready, guys? I like if they, I imagine the guy who brought this to court be like, yeah, but can you also uh, rule on whether it's awesome music because uh it's pretty awesome <laughs> bailiff for our next case we're gonna hear the toddler banging pots and pans yeah yeah <laughs> this is a rare piece of good news too for german nightclubs because i don't know have you been to any of those recently they are a real downer <laughs> barely anybody there you can't dance like you used to you can't share drugs like you used to <laughs> they, uh, yeah i um German German nightclub is like the equivalent to uh, it's like the uh, it's like if you go to a <laughs> let's see the Ger- a German nightclub is like if you're in a three car accident and you're the third car and you're okay but you're still kind of like oh that sucked <laughs> <laughs> are you wait so you're saying hanging out at a German nightclub is like being in a three car accident yeah kinda. <laughs> Just from just from the outside looking in, from every like you know, whenever you see a only time I've seen German nightclubs, uh, I'll put this out here for the record, um, literally because we're talking about music. For the record, I'll say the only time I've been in a German nightclub is when I'm watching one of those Scandinavian dramas where there's a dead body and you're like, what's going on? Where where are they now? Oh, the cop has to go undercover into this German nightclub where everyone's wearing black leather and lots of tattoos. It's kind of scary. I think there I was one looking... in John Wick 3. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anytime they go into Eastern European nightclubs in general, mm, a little scary. I remember looking, uh, I saw your Netflix queue, and it said suggested it uh, was Scandinavian dramas. I didn't know that was one of your favorite genres. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Scandy. Scandy dramas. Scandy dramas? dramas? Uh, cool. Yeah, Scandy dramas. Uh, meanwhile, in the Jamaican courts, they are still deliberating on the best way uh, to see how much dub can be in dub techno. <laughs> I don't yeah. Know. Dub techno. It's a, a, a dub. It's a dub U for techno. Mm, I don't know. I'm still working on that one. <laughs> no, that's, uh, hey man, this is all. This is the podcast. Uh, you know, before the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast to get everything out. Anything you can possibly imagine. <laughs> Just put it out there and see what happens. Let it rattle around a little bit. Do you think the jury did? 
Oh, you got anything else you want to get out there before we move on to the, the Ponzi scheme suspect on the underwater scooter? No, let's go to the underwater scooter. Okay. Let's, 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 uh, let's go from German nightclub to underwater scooter. Okay, let's scoot on over to the Ponzi scheme suspect who used an underwater scooter to try and evade uh, the FBI in California. This was right in Gray's neighborhood, right, Gray? Uh, yeah, this was actually. Let's see. Oh, my God. So a fleeing Ponzi schemer? Is it a schemer or a Ponzi scheme uh, suspect? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, they went with an underwater scooter before FBI agents weighed him out to make the arrest. What? <laughs> what? Oh. oh, he dove down into the lake to try and avoid the FBI agents. I see. Oh, okay. What's his name, MacGyver? What is this guy? <laughs> I thought I had an underwater scooter once, and I just had a regular scooter, and I jumped in a lake. And uh, you got to make sure you have uh, the right one. <laughs> Imagine you had a, a, you had an, uh, a, what you thought was an underwater scuba tank. <laughs> it was an above-water scuba. That would suck. Uh, always check before you dive in. <laughs> he made – oh, my God. So he, this guy – uh, this Ponzi schemer, Ponzi scheme suspect, who um, went underwater to try and avoid the FBI agents, he made $35 million. <laughs> He made $35 million on this Ponzi scheme, and he bought a water scooter to evade the cops. <laughs> one, only one. He, I would have bought at least 30. <laughs> $35 million. Yo. Hey, uh, what's his name? Matthew. Hey, Matthew, what's going on, man? Made $35 million. Oh, my God. Are you serious? What are you going to do? Find a scooter. <laughs> what? An underwater scooter. <laughs> but are you sure it's an underwater scooter? Because there's some scooters that are above water, and then there's other scooters. No, I got $35 million. I think I know what scooter I'm getting. I feel like the only reason to buy an underwater scooter, like the only reason is to run from the FBI. I can't think of any other reason. You don't like scoot to look at fish. I feel like your whole mission is to just get out of Dodge. <laughs> this guy. So this guy tried to go. <laughs> he, he went underwater uh, to try and avoid the FBI agents. Did he have like. Was he wearing, like, um, Frogman apparatus or anything? Like, what did he have? Like, what did he think he was doing? Like, this guy's right. dumb. <laughs> they're like, they're like, oh, the, the, the FBI's here. We got to go. And then he gets to, like, run for 20 minutes and, like, get into his frog suit, make sure he's got the right scooter, make sure he's got his road planned out on Google Maps. You know what else could be? You know what could be also a good underwater scooter is just – uh, holding a uh, a barbell that weighs more than you in the middle of the water. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that could also work as an underwater scooter. I mean, just anything, an anchor. Yeah. I mean, technically, I have an underwater bike. <laughs> I know. Actually, you know what? I'm underwater. <laughs> I, I could be an underwater. You're waterproof. Yeah, I mean, I I've been known to go underwater, so I could be also an underwater scooter for thirty five million. I would go I would go underwater. You heard it. You heard it here. Oh, oh serious question. Okay, I have a serious question for, for either you or Donkey. Donkey, you can chime in. You do it. At what point, if you're uh, trying to evade the uh, the popo, 
the uh, the five O, the police, the FBI. You're trying to evade them, right? At what point are you out of the jurisdiction of the United States if you're going straight down? Mm. How That's deep? That's a good question. Right? I think I, you got to be halfway to China. Point, you, <laughs> no, I know, but at a certain point you get to China. So at a, like, at what point is it like, well, he's no longer our problem? Halfway, right, Billy? I think so. And then you, you know, at some point. Uh, you have to deal with shark police, <laughs> whole underwater system of authority that they have down there. <laughs> what? Wait. So okay. Now here. Okay. So here's a uh, a, a similar question, but it might be a little bit different. <laughs> so, is this going to is this one going to be just as serious? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I I I try and tread only down uh, a serious path here. Uh, so I'm going. I'm at a. Uh, a point like I go halfway down to China, right? And I'm there, and the cops can't catch me. Your your rules, not right. mine. Your rules. <laughs> so you're halfway down uh, between the U.S. and China, and at that point you go over like I don't know. Say you go over like a hundred yards, but now because of the way the Earth valleys in, you're no longer halfway. Can the cops grab you then? I think this is a great case for German courts. Because, <laughs> I mean, I can't, we can't solve this problem today in this podcast, but I think you raise a great point. Yeah. I think nine justices should debate this. Yeah, that or Dr. Fauci. Maybe Dr. Fauci could join yeah. in. Wait, what? wait, wait, what? Dr. Fauci, what has he got to do with the uh, how how deep you have to go before you before? He's like Jeeves. You, have to, you can ask him yeah, anything you want. <laughs> at a certain point you become china's problem that's probably what uh matthew our fleeing ponzi scheme suspect was thinking because he's on an underwater scooter he's probably like i go far enough below the surface i'm china free i'm i'm free and clear china's not going to get me back no you know what was embarrassing for this guy though is he had his cell phone on him <laughs> You know, so you had to put it, you know, there's just no bowl of rice big enough for that. <laughs> he had to put the whole scooter in a bowl of rice. Yeah. By the way, is there anything worse than when you, your phone dies because you drop it in like a toilet and then you got to put it in a bowl of rice? Oh, that's my a, That's God. a sad meal after, too, eating that bowl of rice. Oh, my God. I got to read this last line. Is this the last line? No, it's not the last line, but it's the last line I'm going to read from the article. Paramedics. Uh, and Matthew, you're on a first name basis with him. His name's Piercy. Matthew Piercy uh, robbed people of 35 million, tried to get away on an underground underwater scooter, didn't get all the way to China. Okay, anyway, paramedics and Piercy both said he was physically fine, just wet, and he was allowed to change into dry clothes brought to the scene by his wife. Ah, that was just, I just said that for kooks to listen to. I'm just saying. It sounds like this guy had a plan where he's like, listen, honey, if the FBI arrive, I'm going to go get my frog suit. I'm going to run to the garage. I'm going to go into my scooter and I'm going to go down the lake. You just meet me five miles up the road uh, with fresh, dry clothes, preferably those jeans that, that I really like. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm Matthew Piercy, um, underwater scooter slash Ponzi schemer, <laughs> is obviously a Patreon listener. <laughs> he was like, yeah. you know what? This Friend of the show. Guy, he's got some good ideas. 
how to avoid the police if you go down deep enough. So my plan, sweetheart, listen, I'm going to go down underwater, like maybe 500 miles underwater. I don't know. I haven't worked it out yet. And then I'm going to drive like a couple hundred feet and I'm going to come back up. You wait there with dry clothes for me. Yeah, but if you make sure you don't bring your phone with you, because if you're like, I'll text you when I get out, your phone's done. <laughs> Well, you know, they they, uh, they got his phone in a bowl of rice at the prison, so it'll be good when he gets out in 20 years. Oh, oh I know. You know what? If I were this guy, which I'm not, but if I were, I would also – I would um, I would have a, a string tied to a plastic bag where I had my phone in on the surface of the water, and then I would dive down – and then the phone would just fall with me on the surface of the water in a bag so it wouldn't get wet. That'd be great for the spring, you know, when the, all the preseason news comes out for MLB. You won't <laughs> miss an update at all. You can kind of come up for air and make a quick check on, like, prospects, <laughs> go back down. This guy's watching too much SpongeBob, I think. <laughs> He's like, wow, there's a whole world under there where I could hang out for a little while. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, it's too bad he brought all that, all that money with him underwater too. Yeah, imagine drying out thirty-five million dollars in, in rice. Rice. <laughs> you need a lot of rice for that much cheddar. I know, but he's got the money for it. That's um, that's my uh, my action movie line. You need a lot of rice for that much cheddar. <laughs> my, you ever notice that every action movie has the line, "We've got company." <laughs> every single one. You would think they would. You know what? If I was a criminal, I'd I'd plan I'd plan for company. I'd be like, you know what? We're probably gonna at some point we're gonna get company. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, have like a couple extra um, drinks maybe. Uh, maybe you don't. Maybe you leave a chair empty. I don't know. We're gonna have company. Clean the bathroom. Yeah, like uh, you know, like. The uh, <laughs> the kitchen's a mess. Maybe put the dishes away. Right, we're gonna have come. <laughs> when are we coming over, by the way? Uh, soon I hope. Twenty thirty. Oh, oh, my God, it, were you guys? Uh, I'm just springing you on this. This wasn't planned ahead. Would you guys carry around Coogs with her broken foot? <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah. Thanks. We'll be the crutches. <laughs> yeah. No, I was thinking like um, one of those. Uh, those things that they carry around like Cleopatra and like it's on your shoulders. So you just carry her around. Was it? No, I don't want to get too uh, into the, the details, but uh, was this a, how did this injury happen? Was it, was it a reaction to one of my tweets? I mean, what, what, <laughs> what was it about the podcast? She was <laughs> like, um, what's he talking about? Stanley Tucci making Yogi. That's so old. And then she kicked the wall. Oh yeah. I, I, hey, She's not the first. <laughs> Won't be the last. No, it was actually in in uh, uh, for real. She uh, she was going to answer the door. Uh, okay, so here's so <laughs> Ted, our, our dog Ted, goes out with his buddies like twice a week, right? We don't <laughs> we don't know where he goes. I don't know. Maybe she knows. I don't know where he goes. So he goes out with his buddies, uh, and there's a uh, chaperone, a human. So it's not too weird. I guess you call him a dog walker. So he shows up at our house. And no matter how many times we tell him, like, wait for us to answer the door, he just rings the doorbell 
leaves Ted at the door and walks away. Now, Ted wants to come in the house because he knows he's home, so he's excited. But, like, uh, at some point, like, he can, like, ring the bell, leave Ted on the doorstep, walk away, and we're not there, or I don't know. There right. could it's be... a dog. It's not a magazine. Yeah. It's not a – you're, you're not delivering a, a uh, FedEx package. So, anyway, so uh, the, the dog walker comes with Ted, rings the bell, and we have, like, probably roughly 10 to 15 seconds to open the door before Ted probably runs off and we never see him again. So the doorbell rings last night. She jumps up, scrambles to the door, and bangs into the coffee table and breaks her foot. Ah, oh, that's bad. <laughs> oh, no. It's shitty. Uh, anyway. So do you guys have to go to the ER or? No, she went. I don't know. You're suing the dog walker, right? Yeah, of course. No, it's uh, and actually we're suing Ted as well. Nice. Get it. Just try anything you can. Bring it to German court. <laughs> we will. <laughs> there was there was a uh, a techno uh, song playing in the background when, yeah. when this all happened, <laughs> and, and we were at a German nightclub. Perfect. It's like a, it's like this tied everything together. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was a good, it was a good, good tie together. <clears throat> you know what country is next to Germany? Austria. Billy, did you see the the village in in Austria that's uh, changing their their name? Do you know what's the name of that village? Sure, and I mean, you know, it's uh, believe it or not, I didn't know this is true, but this village is called Fucking F U C K I N G. That's the name of the village, and you. You'd be surprised to find out they want to change the name of the village because it, of course, uh, sounds like one of our favorite swears. <laughs> yeah, I don't see the issue, really. Your, your favorite swears or whose favorite swears? I mean, it's a classic. It's, it's a classic. But uh, this is a really big, this is a great, this is a big win for Mayor Asshole. And I'm really happy for him. <laughs> so the uh, it, Austrian village of fucking decides to change its name. This is a real story. This city, I guess, was named Fucking. Um, the small Austrian village of Fucking will get rid of the unfortunate name that has seen brisk tourism trade and frequent thefts of the town sign. Because the town sign, it says Fucking. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, what's yeah. the average time that a sign stays up there? 0.5 seconds before somebody takes it down and puts it in their dorm room? <laughs> yeah. There's a so a newscaster uh, in, Austri in in Austria is like there there will be no more fucking in Austria. <laughs> yeah, this does have a lot of who's on first potential, you know, like right. your dad comes home, he's like, "Where's your mother?" and I'm like, "I told you, fucking." <laughs> <laughs> fucking with the neighbors. Yeah, like yeah, you have like a you're like uh your birth certificates all weird. Like, "Where were you born?" The fucking hospital. <laughs> welcome welcoming 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 fucking welcome to the fucking hospital but now they changed it to fucking see who's gonna keep that fucking sign anyway <laughs> how do you decide who keeps the fucking sign yeah we're gonna have to bleep all of these by the way Tonks. you okay with that I saw a, uh, you know, I saw a video about, this is, uh, this is true though, I saw a video about fucking, and it didn't mention anything about the Austrian town, but I also had the sound off. Oh, so yeah, you gotta type in fucking Board of Tourism 
Austria. That's what I was doing wrong. I just Googled fucking, and I was like, hmm, this is just a guy who's uh, meeting his teacher for the first time. This, yeah. this, is, a, this, this is a pizza delivery, man. Yeah. Uh, it looks like it could be somewhere in Colorado, maybe? It doesn't look like Austria at all. This, this town has a lot of step relatives. <laughs> My favorite line in the article, guys, is uh, down towards the end. It says, no news has yet emerged about possible name changes to the nearby hamlets of Oberfucking and Unterfucking. What? <laughs> You're Oberfucking over and Underfucking. It sounds like residents of those towns are further disappointed. <laughs> that reminds me. A line of disappointments. You are doing Oberfucking now. Now it's Underfucking. No, now it's Overfucking. That reminds me, every Thanksgiving I go to their annual football game with their rival. Did you guys know they do this? <laughs> and uh, so every year, fucking plays fucking Catholic. And it's uh, it's really just a great game. And there's everybody, everybody's chanting their school's name. It's really a lot of fun. Yeah, those fucking priests are intense. <laughs> strong about that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they're, oh, they're on the other town, um, jerking off. <laughs> It's with a G G H uh, like a Herkin. Uh, Herkin yeah. off. <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's a city. It's no longer uh, fucking. The city of the city that was once fucking is now the city that is no longer fucking. So their soccer team uses blue balls. <laughs> well, they changed their name to fugging, which does not. I don't think that solves the fucking problem. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's problem fucking solved. I think people are still going to fucking have some fucking fun with this. <laughs> they might have to fucking change their name again. Oh, man. That's like your, uh, you know, like your, um, let's see, who could it be an example? Oh, your, uh, your family is like, you know, in, in the 70s, they were big fans of O.J. Simpson. And, you know, they named their firstborn O.J. Simpson. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, yeah, this is no... And then in the 90s, that became a problem. So they were like, okay, you should change your name. He's like, yeah, I'll do O-J-J-A-Y Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> like, so the, oh, man. You know what? I'll do Homer. I'll change my name to Homer. <laughs> uh, yeah, there might be some... <laughs> there might be some issues with fucking. I, I agree with you there. I, um, I think... Uh, they might want to rethink it one more time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they should call it like uh, uh, what was the? Uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't think. Uh, what was the? Uh, what the edit? Uh, the plain edit of uh, the get these. Uh, oh, a monkey fighting. <laughs> so they can, the like the plain edit of uh, snakes on a plane where he's like get these monkey fighting uh, snakes off my monkey fighting plane. <laughs> Yeah, well, monkey fighting is the neighboring town, right? <laughs> do a, a plane. They should have got one of the guys who does the plane edits to uh, come up with a new uh, name. Yeah, call yourself Bleep, even. <laughs> fucking. Fucking is no longer fucking, so we're now calling it Horny Town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, problem solved. <laughs> uh, where do you live, Horny Town? Whoa, buddy. <laughs> Slow down, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm taken. I'm spoken for. Oh, I want to go back to Horny Town. 
Oh, man. Fucking. That is stupid. The craziest thing. I don't know if you saw this, Donkey, but um, Donkey, the person who's supposed to read these articles to our uh, listeners. I don't know if you saw this, Donkey, but this name has been like this for a thousand years. Did you see that? I did see that. Yeah, they've been fucking for a thousand years. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's Kama Sutra shit right there. I mean, maybe they maybe they invented the word. Like maybe, I don't know. They when we said maybe we stole it from them. I would. I think they. I mean, they bowed to pressure. Ugh, excuse me. I'm I'm drinking kombucha. I'm like, oh, oh, I just got kombucha all over everything. No, I um. I, uh, they bowed to pressure after a thousand years where it's like, that's your claim to fame, man. Like, I don't know. I, I would, I would have been the holdout in the, um, and when they had the city, uh, when they had the city hall meeting, I, I probably would have went up to the mic and been like, yeah, this is, this is our claim to fame. Like, no one's going to be talking about fugging. Like, yeah. we're fucking, man. We're fucking. You remind me too, uh, when you said city hall, that city is funded. I don't know if you knew this. But um, every time someone says the town's name, they have to put 25 cents into a jar. And that <laughs> accumulates over the year and pays for the, you know, paved roads and, and, and other things. Mainly the new signs. Mainly the new signs that keep getting stolen, right, Tonks? <laughs> we're, uh, yeah, I mean, we're, welcome to fucking. I will now show you fucking. <laughs> that, well, that that seems like that's something that you, that you a website you went to previously. <laughs> It's a, a beautiful hamlet on the doorstep of the Austrian Alps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The name again? Fucking. Okay, continue. Okay, it's a small Austrian village. We're right. We're nestled in the Bavarian Alps. I'm sorry. Did you say fucking? <laughs> yeah. Okay, we got to change the name. That doesn't take a thousand years. I mean, that's like, uh, I just changed it in ten minutes. <laughs> you know, too, you know you have a rough name for a town when, like, you're... <laughs> You show up on like page 200 on Google results. Like even if you typed in like fucking Austria Village, you'd still have to comb through like 50 awful pages of. Inga neighbor, I like that you're leading hosen. Oh, thank you for bringing the pizza. <laughs> this is not fucking Austrian, like I thought. Your accents are getting better and better. I mean, this time I, I really do mean this. It's like you're working on it in, in off hours. He's been practicing. I'm sorry. You looks like your leading hose is dropping, and you're my stepsister. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a weird thing to type in, but they exist. The videos exist. <laughs> the videos exist. You can't. That's a great point, Billy. You cannot find the city on Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, even just for SEO, they're gonna have some trouble. <laughs> you're like, oh, wait. Uh, I'm gonna try and um. I'm gonna actually. I'll, I'll be. I'll be over in like 20 minutes. I'm just gonna uh, put your address into ways. <laughs> ways yeah. back with like. Oh, sorry, man. That's actually really rude. <laughs> Try again. We're a uh, we're a uh, PG-13 site. Come on. Uh, okay. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna go onto Google Maps and see if I can find. Oh man, what is this? A sex shop? No. I want to go to my buddy's house in Austria. They honestly probably don't even have fucking .gov. <laughs> Man, that is really funny. Ah, uh, man. But you know what? Thousand years probably didn't need that long. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. I, I, I get it. But once you dig your heels in, like, uh, you keep the name uh, or you change it at least 25 years ago. <laughs> yeah. At you some know? point, you just got to be Michael Bolton. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like, come on, you're uh, you're fucking. That's that's what you <laughs> want at this point. Or you should have changed it decades ago. Would you take your girlfriend to fucking on a first date? <laughs> that would be. You know what? I could see a uh, a situation in a uh, maybe a German court, maybe an Austrian court. If Austria has courts, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're wild. Who knows? I only have my I only have my my degree in political science. <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> I uh, so if there is a uh, courts, I mean, I could see you running into some problems with being like, "Hey, baby, you want to go fucking?" and be like, "Okay, well, there's a sexual assault, sexual harassment, <laughs> and you're going to jail." Like, oh, I was just asking him for directions. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I was lost. I no. I was saying which way, which way can we go for fucking? Yeah. Even yeah, texts are fucking. Right. Let's get to fucking. Even the text would be problematic. Let's get to fucking already. <laughs> I just came from jerking off. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm rolling That's down the, the west. Wait, I'll roll down the window. I'm going to roll it down. Okay, here. I'm asking someone. Please, stop right. Hey, my wife wants to know about fucking. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no! No! Wait, come back. <laughs> it must be hard, too, when you actually do want to call somebody like a fucking jerk. <laughs> I guess that's not so hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you live in the town. Yeah, you live in the town. You're a jerk. <laughs> Sorry. You're a bit of a jerk, and you live in fucking. So how many how many bleeps are you gonna have to put into this podcast, Donks? I'm just gonna cut out the last uh, 20 minutes or so, and okay. we'll leave, yeah, leave it at that. Billy, uh, so you're over in Western Europe a lot this past week. <laughs> you went to Germ- Germany for the court uh, hearing on techno, then you ended up in Austria to go fucking. Yeah, and, but uh, this is really inefficient too. What I end up doing is I go to the place, then I come home, check the Google Doc that we have, <laughs> then I ask where my next assignment is. I wish I sort of planned it more efficiently. Right, because then we sent you right back to Germany, into the Bavarian Alps. It was right right next door. It was literally next door to the other place. Yeah, it was like up up the fucking mountain. That's, I, I mean, I'm expensing all that travel to, to Rasball, which is unfortunate for you guys. I, I want you to think about this. That's my fucking problem. Yeah. I love that we're the only company that hasn't uh, banned tra- or like hasn't um, limited travel expenses. So thank you for letting We've me. We've upped it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's our budget. What are we up to? Our expense account. It's, uh, it's ballooned. <laughs> so we really need subscribers to this Patreon. If you know 10 friends, uh, are... have them tell 10 friends. We're like, hey, you know what? We should start a Patreon and we'll have, uh, you know, five. We get five bucks a person. This is going to pay for itself. It's like, okay, right now we're in debt for four thousand. Whoops. Whoopsies. <laughs> And I'll tell you, those bottles of water, even at the airport, are nine dollars. <laughs> I feel like I get a cheaper bottle of water. That's all they got, Craig. That's all they have. Uh, this guy's mini barbell. Oh. You know what? Though, honestly, it's all worth it. Yeah, I mean, look at this gold. <laughs> yeah, so I got an SBA loan. <laughs> hey, what's up, Wells Fargo? <laughs> no. Wait, weren't you? Hey, no, I didn't. I'm not the toilet of the pants guy. <laughs> well, Rasball got like 10 million in the, in the PPP loans, right? Yeah. PPP is that next to fucking? <laughs> oh man. All right. All right.
right, so we sent Billy back out there a second time to Germany, uh, to the Bavarian Alps, because it, so we're gonna have a follow-up story on last last week's monoliths, those monoliths that kept appearing and disappearing. They were like steel, shiny, <laughs> rectangular. Uh, but then this story popped up, and uh, Gray grabbed a hold of this and, and squeezed and rubbed. <laughs> it's a penis story. Gray, Gray is great at finding these penis stories. Uh, so the headline here is great. It starts out, this is from the dailymail.uk, and uh, it says, have you seen this penis? By the way, it's Daily Mail, M-A-L-E, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, M-A-L-E. <laughs> have you seen this penis? Uh, police hunt for six-foot wooden sculpture of a giant phallus after it vanishes from Bavarian Alps. <laughs> All right? So, I am saying, yeah. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? <laughs> it disappeared, and now the police are hunting a giant nymphomaniac. <laughs> who who wants a six foot wooden penis? Who's hey? I don't. Ah oh man, I feel like I'm snitching, but my uh, my neighbor uh, she had splinters in her hand. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Did she take the wooden penis from the mountain? I think she was probably just fed up, and she's like, she's just happy to get it out of her husband's garage. She's like, if you don't do it, I will. You know, the first place I would look is, uh, you remember the the giant dildo thief? Yeah. Big yeah, yeah I bet, you have to I be more specific with these dildo stories. I mean, there's so many dying stories. Yeah, which one? <laughs> I truly don't know which one. <laughs> I don't either, really, to be honest. I was trying so to. So we had a story a couple months back. Then there was a giant uh, dildo thief. Uh, he stole from like a pawn shop or something like that. He just like oh, grabbed yeah. the dildo. Oh, he put the dildo. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he tried to run out of the store with the dildo. Right, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah stop. I bet that same guy knows something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm rounding up the usual suspects. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Detect. Yo, I was like, how do they abbreviate detective? Detect. <laughs> Detect. <laughs> Hey, Sarge! I don't know how to... I don't know Wait, they shot Wait, CSI Detect at your house, right? <laughs> okay, forget it. I'll, I'll start again. Hey, Sarge! Hey, Sarge! Duncan's Cali! Oh, giant penis! Really? Wow, I've seen him in the locker room, and I never... Oh! Oh, oh, I know what you're, I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> the other giant penis! The wooden statue we lost! It'd be easier to steal a cannon <laughs> and move it. Maybe, maybe, have to... I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Billy. Um, but maybe they didn't. Maybe no one stole it. And it's just it was so cold on the mountains that it shrunk. Yeah. That'd be easier to carry if that happened. <laughs> maybe it went to fucking. <laughs> oh, imagine it gets down to fucking and it's like, oh, man, who changed the name to fucking? <laughs> They can't find it on the map. I swear it was here. It was here. <laughs> you know, people do, do. I don't know if you agree with this. Do we, people are saying that it's aliens. Do you think it's aliens? <laughs> yeah, of course it's aliens. Because I think it's. I think it's a sixth grade alien. I think it's a sixth grader alien. <laughs> it is. It's a. Uh, it's a really juvenile alien. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they. Uh, someone's got this thing in their garage, and they're like, "Well, they said." If it was, if it stayed wooden for four hours, I should call someone. 
I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, this reminds me that not everything can be a monolith. Okay, I know like everybody's crazy about these monoliths. Some stuff is just a penis statue. <laughs> Well, hey, this is pretty good. Um, this sculpture. Oh man, wait. So this is. Uh, so this is. Did you read? Did you read the whole article, Donkey? Or no? I did not read this whole one. No. You didn't. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Um. So it was. Uh, the owner is. Uh, let's see. There's a the leading hypothesis of where this giant six foot penis has gone, that's been stolen. Um, the uh, hypothesis is it was the owner who sawed it off <laughs> to get it back. <laughs> I see that here. <laughs> and, and then the mayor of the city where the penis statue is stolen, it says, it would be a great pity to lose this cultural monument. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, you just got to put it back. I think no questions asked. Just put it right back on the front lawn. No one will. No one's going to get arrested. Just, just do it. the right thing. Well, that in Germany, the real crime is the removal of the penis statue. Yeah. <laughs> well, great. You, you skipped over a, another really good line here. It says the sculpture already made headlines in Germany a few weeks ago when it had to be, quote, re-erected <laughs> <laughs> after being knocked off its pedestal. Hey, sometimes it happens. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good story. Oh man, this is that is a, a very good story. Wow, we are uh, we have opened an investigation into the dispar- disappearance of the piece. The Bavarian police spokesman said. <laughs> yeah, this uh, is an episode of CSI. I think this is wow weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh it says uh it's wait why does it say the police are unsure about how it got how the penis got there in the first place this article we, this is the point where we should have the author of the article on because this one's saying they don't know how it got there and then the other one's saying well the owner saw it off and took it back well you know well, that's just a leading hi- hypothesis oh <laughs> Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, huh. you bring up a great point, too, that we should have more authors on this podcast. <laughs> have you written a book? No, let's just keep talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> we should have literary giants on this show. <laughs> so, all right. Hey, Margaret Atwood. We got our first story is about a penis <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Here's book. Uh, Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, okay. Check it out on Hulu. What? Yeah. Oh, the book? Okay. <laughs> I don't care. Hey, hey, Marge, can I call you that? Take it easy. We're here with Jonathan Franson. And we want to know is, should you sew a penis onto your arm? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. That's pretty good then, huh? Eh, yeah, well, what are you going to do? Great story. Billy, you got any other reporting on the wooden penis? <laughs> So, um, I basically went there, kind of just investigated the scene, went back home, checked the Google Doc, went right back on the field. <laughs> Did you see the uh, the picture has a uh, has a like uh, uh, a ruler next to it? Someone's measuring it. Is that like uh-huh. you see the pole next to it? Like someone's like measuring the penis. 
Yeah, those are never accurate, right? They're never accurate. I know. It's like, oh, man, huh? looks like the ruler's not long enough, huh? Huh, guys? <laughs> Did they measure from the uh, – actually, I don't – you know. Did they measure from the base is what I was going to ask, but I, I don't want to ask that anymore. Yeah, no, I would do um, – I would, like, press the ruler in so far that it was, like, digging <laughs> my liver. <laughs> Like, wow, that is real. I mean, when you dig the ruler almost into like your your gut, <laughs> this, is, this four inches. <laughs> yeah, I start the ruler inside my belly button <laughs> because I mean, honestly, that's like where it, it, you should start it. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway. All right. So after Billy got back home, Tini, you Billy got back, by the way, is a great song. Oh, I love it. Do you have um, a sneak sneak peek? That's going to be on your next album, Yeah, right? I'll put it on the episode page, Billy Got Back. It's, uh, uh, it's techno. It's techno, which is music. <laughs> it's just you can now find it on iTunes. <laughs> you, can now, you can now find it under the label music. Yeah. Before you had to... You had to like just check under noise, rhythmic noise. <laughs> uh. All right, last story, guys. I, I I might cut it off right here, but I know Billy went all the way back out to the Netherlands after he got back to New York and checked the Google Doc, <laughs> and uh, he he did a lot of great reporting on this giant whale sculpture that caught a crashing metro train midair. Sounds made up, Billy, but this is uh, not, not not news, and I can't believe it. No, and this makes me want to get a whale sculpture at the bottom of my stairs. <laughs> for, for years, it was save the whales, and finally, those oversized mammals are paying it forward. Yes, and you've been saying for years, too, that you want to throw whales in front of trains. <laughs> Now it's now it's finally paid off what you just I said. said. I would handcuff a whale to a radiator. Hell yeah. <laughs> Misrepresenting what I said completely. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere, somewhere there's whales making ultrasonic vibrations that have the caption "Save the trains." <laughs> save the trains. Killer whales, more like saver whales. Oh my God, saver whales in Rotterdam. Whale save you. That's my Yakov Smirnoff. <laughs> this is um, totally making me rethink what, like, what art I like. Because if you think about it, like, the Mona Lisa sucks in a way. Like, a train would go right through that. <laughs> yeah, and a whale. Yeah, a whale would go right through that. <laughs> why? Why aren't Why aren't there more whale tails around, <laughs> just in case something bad were to happen? By the way, are you guys going to be on my podcast that I have that I just started called Whale Tales? <laughs> we have every we have two people on, and then we just everybody shares their favorite whale tale from like just kind of. I know everybody's got one. Everybody has one whale tale, and we kind of share it. And it's three hours. It's three and a half hours. And, uh, I was built by a, uh, a a man named Geppetto inside of a whale. <laughs> no kidding. Have you watched that? I watched that recently. Uh, that is a creepy. I feel like. He, Disney needs like two warnings for Pinocchio, like the usual yeah. warning that they give to old movies now. But then, like this is Pinocchio is creepy. <laughs> Geppetto is a pedophile. That's just the beginning. Hey, hey uh, so coming up after the break, we are going to show you Pinocchio in its original form, where Geppetto is a pedophile. <laughs> hey, hey, Walt. <laughs> 
This is the end. Some ideas. Let's just go. Roll the picture. Now, and also, too, this will be on Whale Tales. You know, I, we got a little sidetracked. If you want to listen to the rest of the, this conversation, it'll be on Whale Tales. <laughs> I, uh, uh, the Patreon Whale Tales is doing well, right? It's doing better. I mean, it's doing better than, than us. <laughs> By one. <laughs> this one's in debt for 400 grand. Yeah. I've been expensed 400 grand from bad Billy Hurls. Yeah. And uh, by the way, I'm waiting for it. And I'll, I'll take you right to German court if I don't get it. Mtis, 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 mtis. Nice. What is that? A mu- is that a musician? <laughs> That's DJ Mtis. Is that a musician just walk in here? Mtis, mtis, mtis. So if you go into German nightclubs now, it's just one guy going, mm, mm, <laughs> You know what? If uh, if I were a uh, German nightclub owner, I would put that guy out by the velvet rope to uh, attract people <laughs> to come in. Yeah, like a carnival barker. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, what's playing inside? Mm, tss, mm, tss. <laughs> Whoa, cool sample, cool sneak preview. <laughs> in, I'll go. It's like, uh, that would be, have you ever uh, seen those nightclubs? I don't know why we're done with the nightclubs again. But have you ever seen those nightclubs where you get like a a Walkman and then uh, you're hearing music and you're dancing to it, but it's quiet inside? Oh, yeah. It's like headphone disco or something. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen, have you seen those? Sure. Yeah. Well, I've seen, I've seen it on Blow Deck. That's how I see it. That's the only way I've seen the world is through Below Deck. I saw that too, Bill. Yeah. That was last season. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, you just have uh, all the Walkman. You go in there and it's, everyone's listening to mm, tis, mm, tis, mm, tis. <laughs> yeah. It's your track from Razzball. And then you take the Walkman off and I'm just standing there going, mm, tis, mm, tis. <laughs> Yeah. And then he, and then the guy's like freaked out. And he runs outside, and then I'm standing at the curb going, mm, tis, mm, tis. Uh, "It's a horror movie at this point." And then he gets back to his house, and I pop up out of the bushes, and I'm like, mm, tis. <laughs> "Yeah, this is this is horrific." <laughs> it's scary, right? Yeah, I know. You're like a techno Freddy Krueger or something. <laughs> This Umtis guy's following me. What do you mean he's following you? He's right here on the lawn. Umtis, Yeah. Call AppleCare. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, man. Hey, uh, Donkey, uh, before we go, could you read the uh, suburb name uh, that is this uh, near Rotterdam where the uh, the whale it's in the it's in the second paragraph of the. Yeah, I was going to read this uh, this paragraph. Yeah. Anyway, the, the conductor smashed through a barrier uh, that would have led 32 feet down to water below had it not been for a fortuitously placed sculpture of a whale's tail at the D'Acres metro station in suburb of Spikingesee <laughs> near the city of Rotterdam. I just want to hear that. That's all. I want to hear you say it. I want to hear you say that name. That's what I enjoy. Spikingesee. <laughs> Right, Billy? Mm-tis. Mm-tis. 
<laughs> Billy, before we wrap it up, we're getting a little long here. You got any uh, anything else to report on this uh, whale tail crash? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great show, guys. Uh, awesome reporting. We really appreciate our, our one and only uh, best comedian in the world, Billy Hurley, for doing all the legwork. Thank you. Running around the world. Save the whale sculptures. Um, Save the whale sculptures. Mm-hmm. Mm, just, mm, just, we'll, <laughs> we'll be back next week. We had one uh, top Billy story that we didn't make it to. Sneak peek. It's cat poop coffee. <laughs> all right? I know everybody's going to want to come back and hear about what? that. Cat poop coffee. Is that like a game that you play where you have to, you have to cat some? You, have to, you take three people and one gets cat, one gets poop, and one gets coffee. Don't do, don't real, don't say all your jokes now. You gotta save some for yeah, next. Yeah, that one won't make it next week. I'll tell you that. <laughs> that, that was that was fringe, oh, right? Yeah, you might have to, you know, through the art of editing, we might have to even just lop off the last ten seconds of this. Mm, tis, mm, tis. <laughs> With Masterclass, you can learn from the world's best minds anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. Learn the art of filmmaking with Spike Lee or how to bring your creative vision to life with Issa Rae. Try songwriting with Alicia Keys and cooking with Gordon Ramsay. The possibilities are endless. With over 100 world-class instructors ready to teach you, that thing you always wanted to do is closer than you think. Get 15% off your annual membership today at masterclass.com save. That's masterclass.com save.